Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This happens to be your uh, captain speaking. Or at least I feel like that, because my only working mic happens to be a little paladins, but that's beside the point. Just remember, children, any uh, spare headphones that you happen to have lying around can be used as microphones plugged into the microphone jack, for those of you who didn't know that. And like I said, I do apologize for the really crappy audio quality, but this happens to be Seth. I also go by Sario. I go by Tank. I go by Reaper. They call me Fat Man because I am muy grande. Uh, and basically anything that has to do with being fat, except for Nick, who technically is the fattest out of the group because I sat in the chair all day. Get up out of it, he sits down as soon as he sits in it the first time, it breaks. So, he is technically the fattest, but I'm Batman. Uh, on to the topic at hand, though, because I have to get back to work today, which is why I'm not there with the guys again. Um, Final Fantasy Legacy. The parts that I need to cover. Unfortunately, as previously stated, I'm not a giant PlayStation fan. I have made it up by getting an Xbox. I do apologize. I'm working on getting a PlayStation 3, if only for the Blu-ray player. That's beside the point. Because the main point tonight is I have to cover... Technically, I have five games I can cover, but I'm really only going to cover three in depth, and then two get little partial details. First one is, is I'm going to give you partial details on Part 10. And the reason for giving partial details on Part 10 is because I have not played it. I kind of want to, but at the same time I don't because it's been ruined for me forever for two facts. First one is, even though I haven't played it, I know most of the story revolves around bards. And I know you're thinking, what are you talking about, Saria? What do you mean, bards? Think about it. There are those singers that stand around and sing all day. Because that's what they do. They already have their instruments playing for them. Because they're musicians. And as most people know, if you're, you know, just a singer, like if you're a friggin' Britney or a Justin or one of them other retards that, you know, pop culture BS, who doesn't play an instrument, you're just a singer. Everything else is played for you, but you are still technically a bar. And the story partially revolves around them how they sing, and their singing has magical powers. Or at least that's what I've gotten out of the bits and pieces of story that I have seen and read about. So, technically, the story revolves around bards, and as everybody knows, in Dungeons & Dragons, which is what Final Fantasy is friggin' based upon, bards mean Nothing. They're extra characters that run around as NPCs, which, if I remember correctly, uh, I don't think they do. I think they actually are characters in your team that you can fight with. Uh, don't quote me on that, because like I said, I haven't played it. But, if they are playable characters, bards are not meant to be playable goddamn characters. Man law, it's a game law, it's a nerd law. Bards are not playable characters unless they are simply meant to be a joke character on a D&D &D team that follows you around, so that way then you can have the excuse to have your stereo pumping and be playing Rush, 
or Zeppelin, or Megadeth, or Metallica, or Kill Switch, or whatever heavy fucking metal that you want to be fucking playing while you're playing D and goddamn D. And you can incorporate it in as part of the story, just be like, oh yeah, this song's getting the entire team pumped up. You know, add extra crit dice, you know, fucking whatever you want to do. The other problem I have with 10 is a minor one. But I have so many people that always talk about this that it makes me not want to play the game. And I understand it. I really do. But it makes me not want to play the goddamn game. And you realize how retarded that is? For a character to not make me want to play the game? And that's right, I'm getting into uh, something that most of you fanboys will not like when I say this. But Riku can suck the baddest part of my foot. She doesn't get anything else, she gets my foot. The dirtiest, nastiest part of my fat ass body. Because all I do is stand around at work all day in steel-toed boots that I don't even need. Wearing nasty socks because I haven't had time to do my laundry. That's kind of more my fault. But this chick gets too much credit and too much hype. And the reason why is because, like I said, I get it. She runs around wearing damn near nothing on. I've had so many people just sit around and talk about Riku, 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 Riku. I get it. You get online, you get to typing in Riku pictures, you're going to find some, you know, adult-themed pictures. I get it. She's kind of smoking hot, BFD. I've never had a thing for blondes, which is another argument we can get into later. Is what's better, and I'm pretty sure redheads will win, with brunettes at a close second. But, I, I just don't get it. Like, like, I do and I don't. She's wearing nothing, so that gives her more sex appeal, because, of course, in every Final Fantasy, you have to have the chick that's wearing next to nothing that everybody just, you know, creams in their pants about. And what's sad is I have more girls, well, I know more girls, that cream in their panties over Riku, including this one girl I went to high school with who did nothing but sit around reading the strategy guide for Final Fantasy X just so she can sit and stare at Riku all day, including we have this part called Sustained Silent Reading, which I'm sure a lot of you dealt with, but they probably called it something else. In school, even high school, they made you sit and read a frickin' book by yourself for at least a half hour to an hour. I can't remember how long it was, but I'm pretty sure it was at least a half an hour. And I know somebody will correct me. Especially somebody else who went to Limestone like my dumbass did. She would sit, read this book, stare at Riku all day, and just nut in her pants all day because, Oh, Riku's so sexy. I can get her entire, you know, magic system set up just perfect and she's the best. Yeah, because you're reading a fucking strategy guide that tells you how to do it. You're not actually going out trying stuff on your own like a normal person. I mean, I understand getting online or buying the strategy guide because, or even just going, like, to GameStop, picking it up, flipping through it and finding the part that you need and putting it back down and then going and buying the other game or whatever else have you that you were there for. I mean, granted, you know, they're not going to be too happy if you just up and walk in, even in Walmart, pick up a freaking book, 
thumb through it, go, okay, this is the part I need, write it down on your hand and walk away. Now, I used to do that because I got stuck on a part in Paper Mario. And they had the strategy guide, and I'm pretty sure it was, um, was, I think it was IGN. They had the strategy guide up. And I think it was like chapter six or something, whatever, when you go to the flowery fields. Because I couldn't kill the main boss, because the boss was too hard for me. Because every time I'd fight him and start reducing his health, he'd end up shooting out the little minions. I don't want to stop to kill the minions, so they can use them in the game. You know, that's, that's understandable. I was a kid at the time, I didn't understand that, it, my brain didn't work. You are a grown adult. And that's putting it like, I know people who are in high school that still act like target children, because basically they are. Like, they're seniors in high school, but they're still children, because they don't have the mental fortitude to grow up. I mean, granted, I'm, you know, not trying to be a douche here about that, but I mean, when you work in a gas station, and you are ashamed of your fellow peers who are at the same age as you because they're acting like morons. Yeah, that's that's not that good. Now, like I said, Riku is a minor problem. But because everybody is always over her nuts and always talking about her, always being like, oh, Riku, oh, Riku, oh, Riku, and trying to find out all the, you know, Basically, all the little dirty bits that they can online. And trust me, there are quite a few. I'm a lonely fat guy. I've seen quite a bit of them. It, it just gets really annoying, and, like, really quick. It gets old, irritating, agitating, worthless, not worth a damn, however you want to put it. It's not worth it. Now, regardless, I still want to play this game. So, basing it off bits of story that I know, and those two minor complaints, I'm going to tell you that this game, in my opinion, is worth a 2.5 out of 5, because it's right in the middle. I haven't played it, so that's about the best I'm going to be able to get. And even then, they're probably going to wipe my score, but even so, you guys know I'm still giving it a 2.5, saying, give it a try. It's probably, you know, amazing. Because more people have played it because it's one of the newer aged Final Fantasies that most of these kids who are now getting into video games, and that ends up becoming the whole problem. Because I'm 22, and I'm still talking about children who are just getting into video games, just getting into Final Fantasy, and they play the hell out of 10, and they play the hell out of 10 too, and they played the hell out of, you know, all the other games, and they go, oh! These games are badass, and they don't realize, no, they're technically not. The older the game gets, like, the more worse off it gets. And we'll get to the other ones in a little bit, especially me. But, I mean, it's it's just to that point where it's almost sad and pathetic. It, they're not worth a damn. Um, so, yes, 2.5, definitely try it. Um, I know I'm going to, and... I'll cringe the entire way if that's a thing as crappy as I'm expecting it to be. But at the same time, I'm hoping that the rest of the story and the other characters pull it together for me. She just ends up being, like, really 
awkward character, because every Final Fantasy has to have the half-naked chick, who's really hot, and they have to have the awkward character. And if you want to argue with me about that, it, I will argue to you with, I will argue with you to the death about that. Especially in the older games, like 1 and 2 and 3 and 4. And 4 you at least started to see it, same with 5 and 6 and so on, you started to see it. Because once it hit about 4, that's when they guaranteed had it, same with 3. But in 1 and 2, they had the really ridiculously hot chick. Granted, she wasn't a party character, but she was supposed to be ridiculously hot chick. And they still had awkward character. And I can still point them out, because most of them are the town folks, because the town folks in the first two are pretty goddamn awkward. Simply because they're NPCs, and the NPCs are always stupid. Just like everybody's favorite NPC, I am Arrow. But moving on from 10, we'll get into another game that I have some problems with. Some of you are going to cringe when I say this name. I kind of do every time I say it. Crystal Chronicles. I know we have to get to this point, and I apologize, so I'm knocking it out now, so I need to get the shit out of the way so you'll stay for good. Because Crystal Chronicles was a pain in the ass. You could play it with up to four people. I can't remember if you could actually change your job class. If I remember correctly, you just had characters. And character didn't really have job class. Character could use all forms of attack, all forms of magic. They can use damn near every armor. They can use every single weapon. They can use every single item. They can do anything and everything in the game. The problem is, you never learned it. The only thing you ever learned was how to uh, fire, uh, basically, a mana projectile from your weapon. And it fires out, and it'll hit the enemy. They basically use that as, like, your standard magic attack. But after that, you have to kill enemies, find material orbs, place them in a little slot. You have to find different relics and stuff throughout the game. You don't get to keep the relics. You get to keep some of them, if you do well. But you don't get to keep all of the relics. You're only allowed so many of them. And the relics will help you to increase your slots, so you can carry more materia. But it's just a giant waste of time, because the slots not only are used for materia, but they're also used for your items. So you have to have open slots to use your items, including Phoenix Downs. And it's a giant pain in the ass. Now, granted, if I get two fires, I can link them together and make, you know, Moraga. No, 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 Moraga's... I don't know, I can't remember the magic system right now, because it's 6 in the morning, I just got off work, and I'm really tired. So, I do apologize if some of my facts come off completely idiotic and stupid. I'm sure you guys will whoop my ass in the boards later and be like, fuck is wrong with you? You don't know, like, second and third magics? And what? It's, you know, I'm just tired. I can't think. But if you get a fire and an ice, you can mix it together, and it'll make gravity, or you can get a lightning and an ice, and it'll make gravity. You can get uh, a clear, and I think it's clear and light, and it'll cast auto-life, so that way then if you happen to die, you know, you can come back. 
and that's one of the few magic spells that ends up being worth it. Like, I would spend the entire game killing enemies, trying to let them respawn so that when I can kill them again. Because it's basically, it's a free-roaming 3D action game. But you could kill the enemies and get different orbs, and I would always work my ass to death to try to get those two, just so I could have that spell. Because I was playing by myself, and as everybody knows, if you're playing the game by yourself, wow, I'm playing by myself. I need to be more careful with what I'm saying here, but that's beside the point. Because, like I said, if you're playing the game by yourself, you get a Moogle to wander around with you, and it'll carry the chalice that you have to have, because if you step outside the chalice, you die because you're taking poison damage. And the whole premise of the game, those of you who honestly don't know and don't give two shits enough to go back and play it, so don't blame me. Your town happens to be out of this special mineral that you need. And I can't remember what it is, but you're out of the mineral, and you need it. Like, the tree of life, basically, for your area is dying. And it creates a field. And the magic field stops the miasma. And if miasma comes into plane, you die. No fighting it, no arguing with it, it will kill you, like, quicker than if my ass went to Taco Bell and got 15 burritos and then stopped off the Steak and Shake and got a giant cup of chili and three or four of them, ate them all at once and sat in the room by myself with, like, me and whoever else is sitting in there with it. You will die. That's just a common fact. But it, it kills you way too quickly. You have to go around place to place to get... Uh, the mineral, whatever the hell it is, because it's basically, it's an ore that comes from each tree, and you can go out and find the actual trees that will go back. Now, certain trees will allow you to change elements, and the elements will allow you to pass waypoints. Excuse me. The waypoints are basically giant vortexes with a tiny, thin little bridge made completely out of dirt, which you would imagine if it's sitting in a vortex would just keep being eaten away and eaten away and eaten away until it finally collapses. Because you have to go out each year to collect So the first year, you only need one. So you go down the road, you get it, and you come back. Year one. Year two. You gotta go down to the same fucking tree, get it, come back. No. You get it, you go through, you can change your element, go through the little vortex, go to the next part of the map, get to the next tree. And you basically keep doing this. There are times when the tree will not replenish itself that year. So you have to keep going further into the map, but you end up replaying a lot of the same levels to get this stupid shit that you need in order to keep your village safe. Um, overall, though, fighting the baddies is not that bad. If you have friends... It makes for a more fun game, it's just the problem is, is if you're playing with multiple people, somebody has to carry that chalice. The Moogle disappears. Um, oh yeah, and another thing about the Moogle, uh, it comes with an extra ability where you can paint it, and based off how you paint it will increase your magic. So if you're in an area where you're going to be fighting a lot of uh, ice monsters, and you need fire, you paint the Moogle red, your fire is now increased. If you're going to be in an area where you're fighting a lot of water monsters, you know you're going to need lightning, paint it green, You can your lightning is now increased. 
is same with ice. Paint it blue, you're good to go. I usually try to do one red stripe, one green stripe, and one blue stripe to try to keep it even. So my magic is still just strong. Um, but it actually is a fun added concept to the game. But like I was saying, overall, fighting the baddies is fun. Sometimes it becomes a bit of a challenge. But like I said, if you have friends with you, or if uh, you're playing the game alone, it's not going to be too difficult. Uh, the boss battles are usually fun. Um, sometimes you cheat it by running up some stairs, like there's a little platform you can run up the stairs. The boss can still hit you from time to time, but if they're big enough, but like if you can find a platform and run up it and hide off to it, um, you can cast the magic circle, but it won't go through where you can't walk, so you'd actually have to backtrack it around and hope that you can get the spell to go around the area and then circle it around and fight the boss. That's how I was doing it when I was at low levels. So when I can build up my level, uh, I know Bill's going to say that he's been breaking the game. That game was a piece of shit that needed to be broke anyway. Um, like I said, it, I mean, I know I'm calling it a piece of shit, but it actually it's not a bad game at all. Um, I think I made it through, like, maybe... I think I made it through maybe, like, 10 to 12, or maybe even 13 years which I know is not, you know, the entire game. I think it's maybe only about four of the game tops. But, I mean, that's what happens when you're renting video games, because it's, it's definitely a game that you want to If you own it, I feel sorry for you, but at least if you get bored enough, you can go back and play it. Like, nowadays, being able to rent that game is almost a rarity, so you have to own it in order to play it, and, and I dare say enjoy it. But it is a decent game. It's worth going back and looking. So I'm giving it a 3.5. Because like I said, it, it is a game worth playing. Like it, it's, it's, by all means, it is not the greatest of Final Fantasy games. But it's definitely better than, like, say, 2 and 3 and 5 and, um, uh, uh, like some of the other games where we gave them horrible scores, it's definitely way better than that. And I mean, most of those games are still worth sitting down and playing because they're not that terrible. You know. And I know they tried to explain the rating system earlier in I think part one or part two, but I'll explain it to you guys again. The rating system is basically our thoughts on the entire legacy in general. So me giving this game like a 3 out of 5, if I were to compare it to something that's, you know, more playable, like, like if I were to compare it to like Super Mario 64, I don't know anybody who didn't own an N64 who never played that game. If you played Super Mario 64, that game compared to this one would get like a 3, and Crystal Chronicles would still get like, Probably about a 3.5. Because, I mean, Super Mario 64 had a lot of problems. That's another game to go to. But this also has a lot of problems. Both of, both of them are still fun to play. If you're in a mood to play a game, you can sit down, explore, beat some shit up, you know, vent a little bit. Or if you want to vent, I would recommend, you know, do like, any of them, especially do 
that's getting way the fuck off top. Back back to the topic at hand. Now we're moving on. Again. Um, I do want to touch on uh, Dirge of Cerberus because I did start playing it. It's not a bad game. Uh, the controls did seem a little funky, but then I got used to them, which is sad because you almost shouldn't really have to get used to playing with funky controls for a video game unless you're playing an old, old, old game. Which, like I said, if you're playing something on the N64, where the controls, no matter how hardcore they tried to make it, were always funky. Like, like the N64 and the Dreamcast and the PS1, surprisingly, still have funky controls to a lot of their games. Because most of the game developers weren't really, you know, worried about controls. They are worried about, you know, how's the game going to look? How's the story going to play out? Are people going to like our characters? Are people going to like the music? And they didn't give two shits about controls. Like, they just kind of slapped it together like it was going to be a beta thing. And they were like, eh, screw it, it's too late. We're already all used to it. We'll let them get used to it, too. Um... But, I mean, it's not a bad game. Like I said, it's another one of those that I didn't beat. I didn't get too far into it. Uh, if I remember correctly, I was sitting at my buddy Jeremy's, and he says, here, you got to play this. I was like, why? He said, just try it out, man. And I said, all right. I started trying it out, like the game. It's not a bad little game. Uh, so, again, this is just opinion score based off of what I've done. Uh, my opinion score will be two and a half, as I said, I didn't get all through it. But at least, like I said, Dirt and Cerberus is still kind of worth it. Especially if you're into the whole Seven thing, which I know a lot of you guys out there are, because there's more Seven fanboys than any other game, including shit-ass Ten. So, for those of you that are fanboys that, you know, got into all the games on the PSP and, you know, actually played through 7. Definitely give Dirge of Cerberus a try if you haven't. Um, to continue onward, though, we get to talk about two of my favorite games, and I'm going to talk about them both at once. Because I'm talking about Tactics and Tactics Advance. And I've played Tactics Advance way more than I've played Tactics. But the problem is, is uh, that's because I played Tactics on my PSP, and I didn't really play my PSP that often, only because I usually left it on the charger because I was always using it to listen to my music. Um, I'm one of those people that has to be listening to music in the showers or when I'm doing anything. Like even sitting here in the silence talking to you guys, just like not digging it. Just because I like to have background noise, it focuses my mind. That's the problem. You have OCD and ADD. Kind of fucked up. But anyway. So you see what I'm talking about is, you know, talk, go from point to point to point to point to point. Instead of going A, B, C, D, I'm like, well, A, Z, F, pony, circle, sky, yellow. Because I'm like, ooh, shiny, ooh, shiny, ooh, shiny, ooh, shiny. But, uh, I'm going to talk about both Because, like I said, they're basically the same game without being the same game. It's a tactic-based strategy game. As it states in the title, tactics. You pick your characters, you set them out on the field, 
and you fight uh, based off where you're positioned at, how you're attacking them, if you're attacking them from the side or from behind, like, like it's more of an actual D&D-based game, but it's, I don't want to say it's more fluent, and I don't want to say it's less, because if you're playing it like how D&D should be played, you have a map sitting in front of you, you have your character, you have enemy figures, you move based off space movement, um, your movement is based off your equipment, same thing tactics, you wear shoes that are light, they'll give you a plus one to your movement, now move instead of five squares, which is supposed to be, each square is supposed to be five foot. instead of being able to move five squares, you can six squares, um, if you can get behind the enemy, you have more of a chance of doing critical damage on top of even hitting them at all. Um, but, like I said, the difference between the two of them is tactics is more of its own game set in Final Fantasy games. It's almost like you get to control... I, I, I know I'm going to butcher it here. But I want to say it's almost like if you were sitting in the middle of Final Fantasy 1, and instead of being the Warriors of Light, you were some random jackal that got to go and hunt down different enemies from different kingdoms, because the different kingdoms happen to be at war, and you're trying to unite kingdoms into one. Like, like basically, it's almost like if it were a precursor to Final Fantasy 1. So, you get to pick, like, soldiers and archers, mages, and all that, and go through the game, you get different powers, you get judgment. And judge points are determined on if you're using specific rules. Like, the judge will show up. Oh, if you have an archer, you're not allowed to shoot anybody. You have to de-equip your bow and run up and punch a dude in the face. Or now your your uh, archer is strictly healed and run around to distribute herbs and, you know, potions and anything else that you can find that help heal your people. Um, if you're a soldier, now this fight you can't, you know, swing your sword. Or you can't use your R abilities or your A abilities. Your A abilities are your actual moves. Like, so if I have Swift, which is a move that allows you to swing your sword really, really quickly, and it'll negate R moves, which R moves are reaction. So, to put it simply, um, A's are your actions, R's reactions. Um, trying to think of the other. There we go. And start start party. I put on my main character. Have to be attacked and play it. Believe that's have it. Uh, I got it on ROM because I can't find cartridge. I used to have cartridge. Can't find it. Save my ass. Um, yeah, A's are actions. R's are reactions. Um. S basically gives you bonus stats, like that's basically what it is. I have shield bearer, uh, weapon defense plus double. Oh, because I'm a hunter. 
Ha ha ha, that would explain it. The hell's the point of uh, wearing two bows, or of having two bows? You can't fire them at the same Duh. Uh, but yeah, like, you, it, it's basically, it's just skills. Like, I can equip a shield for this man, even though he has a bow. Which would be pretty fucking close. So that's a weapon defense. If I get hit with weapons, you're probably going to lose this game. I get bonus defense. Double sword. Uh, double sword is great because it, uh, tactics advanced. It changed up the JP system. Because tactics, the JP system, you can build up the, I can't remember if 9 was the max then, or if you can build it up to 9. But for every JP you get, which you get for killing enemies, or hitting them with specific move types, or weapon types, or skill types, uh, they allow you to purchase your move. You don't just sit around and learn the move. You can just purchase it and have it forever. So if you're a thief, which, sadly enough, I know most of you guys hate thieves. At least most of us guys hate thieves. But in the tactics games, I love thieves. Especially tactics advanced. That's, like I said, I'm using an emulator, so I use the safe state to be right. But I can pick thief. Set it as my second A ability, no matter what I'm using. Use steel move. As long as I have somebody else who can put them to sleep, or stop them, stun them in some way. I can run up, and if they have a move that I don't have, I can steal that move. And that's one of the best things ever. Like, it, it, it's not exactly breaking the game, but it is. Because if I don't have points for it, I don't have points for it. I'd rather just take it and then have points so I can use it on my own character. You know, like... Uh, especially stealing, like, weapons and armor and stuff. Because when you start out at the game, you have no money. I mean, none. Zero. Zip. Nada. You don't even have a dollar to wipe your own ass. You know, so it it really becomes helpful. Now I'm going to start playing tactics. Oh. Uh, but... It's it's just to that point where, you know, you have no money, you need the weapons and armor, you steal And tactics, that's, you know, way more necessary. Because in tactics advance, well, I take that back, more necessary in tactics advance. The reason why is because in tactics advance, they got rid of the ability to buy your moves. You can't just walk up and be like, oh, hey, first aid? I'm going to buy that, so now I can heal myself automatically and not use any potion. No, instead, in advance, and even in the remake DS, uh, you have to purchase your weapon. The weapon comes with a move. It's, it's just like uh, 9. You purchase the weapon, the weapon has a move on it, you sit with that weapon until it tells you Oh, hey, you learned such and such a move. Now you can get rid of that shitty weapon and put something better on your guy. But at the same time, in the tactics game, made more fucking sense. Because, well, it didn't, it didn't. And I'll explain why. The reason why is because if you're using a short sword, and you're trying to learn a move that is all about speed, 
are so quick that the reaction move, which is counter, is now null and void. Because you hit them so fucking quick, they don't even see you hit them. They'll feel it later, and then turn around and be like, you son of a bitch, and punch you in the face. They can't do it immediately. That's what counter does. Counter allows you to, oh, hey, I just got hit. I'm going to hit you back. You know, if you have, like, Swift or something, because I can't think of what the hell loaded that I would need right there in order to be quicker. But if you have, we'll say, Swift, and you use it, I now negate your R ability, and I hit you. And you now just took, like, 50 damage. Now, when your normal attack is worth 100, that 50 damage ain't that bad, because you're not going to get hit back immediately. That'll save you on some uh, HP. Now, granted, like I said, it's not the smartest of moves, but when you're starting the game out, it's really helpful. Um, the other difference between the two games is, uh, in tactics, just regular tactics, all you have is humanoid male and humanoid males. Uh, I can't remember if you can get a, uh, beast caller and use animal, but for the most part, you're basically human. You can be any class you want, so long as you've met the prerequisites to learning moves class. So if you're a soldier and you don't like that character as a soldier, you think they'd be better suited as a uh, thief because they move fast. Or they're a soldier, but you don't think they work good as a soldier. You think they'd work better as an archer because they have good decks. Or, you know, you have an archer, and their deck sucks, but their intelligence is ridiculous, and you want to change them up to being a mage, you can do that. Not a problem. Now, if you want a time mage, you better have hit the prerequisite. If you want an assassin, you had better train your archer to beat the shit so they could become an assassin. If you want your soldier to become a knight or a paladin, you better train them to become hard fucking cool, so they can become such. Now, in this game, that I'm currently still playing right now, I could be a humanoid, and humanoids are allowed to be, um, change job. I can be an archer, a hunter, a soldier, a paladin, a fighter, a thief, a ninja, a white mage, a black mage, an illusionist. Blue mage, like I said, Narch. You know, you could be any of those. Not a problem. Did you already catch the problem? I'm pretty sure you did. If you didn't, you've never played the game. And I'll show you what the problem is. Here's my Moogle that you get for this game. That's right, you get to play as the Moogles. You get to play as the Moogles and Varias and, uh, ah, uh, crap, like the other thing, Lizard Dude. Uh, I don't know, but I like the lizard dudes. It's way more hard. That's beside me. Let's see. My Moogle happens to be a time mage. He could be an animus. He could be a mognite. He can be a gunner. He can be a thief. He can be a juggler. He could be a gadgeteer, or he could be a black mage. Now notice what I didn't say. Can't be a knight. He can't be an archer. He can't be a paladin, 
he can't be a soldier, he can't, you know, he, he really can only be basically dex-based characters. He can be major, he can deal with animals. He can be a Mog Knight, not a problem, but Mog Knights get different abilities compared to soldiers. Uh, oh, there we go, there's uh, my lizard men. This one's currently a gladiator. He can be a white monk, and I love the white ones. They have one of the best abilities. They have air range, which allows you to punch the air, and it hurts. It's like the same as if uh, you were basically using a uh, chi attack to focus the air and attack. Uh, it's great, just because it's a ranged attack, but it still has massive damage. Um, he could be a white monk, he could be a bishop, he could be a templar, he could be a warrior, he could be a dragoon, which, as we all know, uh, proto guy happens to have a giant heart on him because the dragoon has jump. So he could run around with the spear and jump and fly ha like halfway across the map just to stab a dude in the face and bounce right back, harpoon and all, you know, from clean across the map just jumping off a dude's face. Um, and the defense. Now, a lot of these happen to be the exact same. Um, like, they're, they're all basically the same in principle. It's just movesets become different. Uh, movesets become different. What they can with becomes different. Everything just becomes, like, completely different based off the walk. Um, oh, yeah, here's one of them, like, little... Like, Basically, they look almost like eel. Fucking Winnie the Pooh. I know that's really ridiculous to say. Like, the sprites look like dogs, but the picture looks almost like fucking eel. Uh, I can't think of what the hell they are. I, this dude could be an alchemist, beastmaster, white mage, black mage, time mage. So these are basically mages. You know, they're all intelligence. And then, of course, the various are. You know, well, I take that back. They they do have some map, like white mage and red mage. So they do get some. Basically, it's archer, assassin, sniper, fence. and oh, and then uh, elementals. And of course, the fencer and the elementalist and red mage all use rapiers. White mage is the only one that uses uh, staff. Uh, rot, uh, and then of course the archer, the assassin, the sniper, all use uh, uh, bow and arrow, simply because that's what they're good with. And you'd imagine the sniper would be good with a gun, but <laughs> they already have a gunner. Uh, at the same time, now that I'm looking uh, in tactics advanced, you can also get characters, like, they can fight. Like, I have Bobbis sitting here, I have Easel sitting right here. They both come with their own special moves. Like, I cannot change the job class. What they are is what they are. Bobbis is a rune seeker, which basically means he's a mage that has hardcore magic. Uh, Easel is a medic, which remember correctly, that's almost the same being a fusionist. Uh, 
because he can basically use magic that hits every single person I'm aware at. Um, and it's all high-powered magic. But I mean, you know, they're just hardcore characters. Um, oh, there's Sarah, who happens to be, well, right now she's a sniper, she happens to be friends from the game. Um, Ritz, which I have her on my and I mean, like, the characters that are in the game, you can get on the team. Tactics, I'm pretty sure you can, within so long as you've played it. Don't quote me on it. But, regardless, these are still two of my all-time favorite games. Uh, even though they do have the massive walls. Like, some of the uh, job classes that you can pick. Um, like, if I end up picking to be a gadgeteer for Google. They have a 50-50 chance of hitting. They basically, they flip a coin, Pandora's box will open based on what you pick, like, like what move you pick, and if it landed heads or tails. And if it lands heads, which is the red sunshine, that will hit your teams. You pick, like, uh, oh, if, if you hit, like, gold back, We'll say it hits gold battery, kills whoever it hit, and it lands on the red. Your team gets healed. If it happens to land on the green moon, it will now heal the enemy. So like I said, that's good, that's bad, and it's all based off percentage. The problem is, Gadgeteer, percentage is always 50-50. Um, I've come to notice, though, that by cheating and using the emulator, that is cheating, I will admit that. Because I will cheat and use the save state to go back and redo the moves. Um, by cheating and using the save state through the emulator, uh, it will, instead of being 50-50, it'll drop the odds. Like, the odds of you healing your team when you need your team heal is now... Uh, Basically, it's like a 25% chance of hit. Um, it's all dependent upon what type of move you're using, who you want it to hit, and how often it's blown up in your face. Because, um, again, it's random percentage, so technically it is 50-50. And, like I said, it is basically 25% when you break it down to have Moves that you want to hit the enemy, and the moves that you want to hit your team. So that's already 50-50. And then to break it down again, you have the coin toss, which is 50-50. So technically, you have a 25% chance of something good hitting your team. But at the same time, you get to pick whether it's good or bad. So that 50-50 is something good. Like I said, if you're using the emulator, you completely screw yourself up. And there are missions where you need gadgeteers. Because the way that I play the game, I take every tiny side quest I can do. I'm trying to beat the game 100% complete, and the only way to do that, because I want Judge Master Sid, because he's supposed to be a badass. And I want Sid on my team, but the only way to do that is I have to beat every single side story mission on a, uh, on a complete, and half Inside. Main missions aren't hard to do. It's the side missions that come pain in the ass. First, you have to beat the game to unlock some side missions. 
some side missions you can only do during certain times of the month. Which I know that sounds a little... Uh, PMS. Heavy enough, it's true. Um, if you happen to be in the middle of... Well, hell, what month am I? I happen to be in Mad. I'm on day 16. It takes a day to go city to city, place to place. Which is another fun thing about Tactic Advance. As you play through the game, they will give you areas. And if you happen to put all the woodland areas in one spot, and all the cities in a spot, and all the mountains in a spot, and all the marshes in a spot, it'll unlock, like, items. So you can go to, like, to the area that you just opened, and it'll give you, like, rare items. It'll let you search the area for items before you fight any unless there's an important key event that happens to happen on that score. But, uh, that's just how it is. Like, I usually put the, uh, mountains all kind of up here at the top, and I try to put all the plain areas, like, kind of off the side, kind of in the middle. Um, I'll put the deserts. Uh, right below. Well, no, I take that back. I'll put the mountains kind of near the top. I'll put the woodland areas right underneath. Everybody knows when you go mountain down, there's always woodland. Um, then I'll put the plain, and then I'll put the deserts. And then I'll try to put some of the caves. I'll end up getting a couple of caves. I'll try to put them on the opposite end. And the marshlands, I always try to put near water. Oh. Always, 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 like, this river, I've got to sit where there's water, but there's a river that passes through the area. Um, I have this little bit of marshland that happens to be sitting off on an island by it, you know, fall. Um, I'll put some plain areas near the water, plant like a water. Like I said, I try to cluster it together, and by doing that, it'll give me different stuff. Like, materia, impossible. Impossible to find this game. You can't buy it. You have to get it just right. Or no, not materia, uh, ether. That's right. Ether is impossible to come by. You need ether in order to completely max out, um, your MP. Those of you that are stupid, don't know that. Um. But, I mean, you can buy every single item. I have 99 potions, 99 high potions, 99 X potions, 99 antidotes, 99 eye drops, 99 X, 99 X, 99 X, 99 you can buy them. And I have a shit ton of money. Because I've been playing the game. But ethers, you can't just buy. Like, like you can't just buy. You have to buy. And never, never, ever, ever during the game, they let you buy them. You either have to win them from battle, or like I said, find them. So clustering them together is a good thing. Um, the other thing that's fun is mithril rod. This game, or not mithril rod, mithril weapons in general. Because mithril weapons allow you to use combos. And that's where the JP system comes in on tactics. That's the thing I did get. Uh, in this game, if you have 10 JP, which is the max, um, you can, if you beat the crystal, if you 
cracked crystal and beaten the guardian, depending upon what race rules over them. If your character has 99 JP, they can use all their JP to summon the guardian, and the guardian will fight for will basically show up, and uh, the new moves and the various theirs sucks because it takes MP damage. Now, granted, if you happen to be in a mage fight, all right, that's a little understand. Hell, any fight for that matter, because most moves require it or require MP. So destroy their MP, more power, especially if they have. Uh, damage greater than and because that basically means they take damage, any damage will instantly hit their MP. Their MP is zero, that's when their HP will start dropping. So if you drop their MP and then something run up with a foam rush and these motherfuckers have that all, that's when you do some great shit. But again, that's another way that you can break the game and create a strong, badass character is you find a uh, class that allows that, that also happens to have mages. You work up the mage so their MP is ridiculous, then you learn to move, so that way then, you know, damage greater than MP. And then you go back to being a mage, or whatever else you wanted to be, and then you just have that one move sitting on. And no matter what they do, they cannot hurt that character. And if you have a badass mage, like I usually do, because I sit and I train every single character on one class pot until I have all the moves I can make they need. Like, I, it takes forever for my characters to get through to some stuff that they need, but once they get there, they're so badass that Like, if I go to my main character here, check these moves list, Back. Oh, there we go. Check his movements. Uh, he's currently training to be a hunter. So his sonic boom, he's learning. He's learned side right. He's learned capture. He has auto, which is a reaction. He gets hit. He's going to start building his uh, uh, HP back automatically. Uh, as a soldier, he learned first aid, mind break, magic break, bow, speed break, sensor, uh, shield bearer, BFD, and combat combo. So he used his combo. And that's the other thing that was great about combo that I was talking about. Uh, if you have mage combo, or you happen to have the archer combo, um, those can hit anywhere, no matter what weapon you are wielding. If you have a sword and you're like five spaces away and you still have the uh, combo set up or archer, you can hit them from five squares away. Because if one person initiates a combo, everybody initiates them. Now everybody who joins in that combo, uh, I think it's whoever initiates it, they lose their JP. So, my main character here has three, so he can pull three other, or no, two other people in to hit with him for the combo. But I don't think they lose their jersey. I can't remember, because I usually don't lose the combo. I do have somebody's completely irritating crap on me, so when I can epically destroy them, 
Um, as a paladin, they have nurse, defense, cover, Saint Cross, Holy Blade, you know, like basically they have a crap ton. Of moves. Like the only reason that why this dude as he only has two moves was so I could become a ninja and work on double stuff, which gave me enough time to do every single other spell. Because Double Sword is one of those moves that you have to have, so that way that... Now my white mage, he can learn Cure and Cure at the same time. You know, you can... I think I did that too. I, I did it with him as a black man. had to learn Fire and Thunder at the same time. Uh, Fear at Thundog, and Raga at Thundog. You know, I had to learn all that stuff at the same time. Uh, when I go to be an illusionist with him, I'll cheat it that way. Because the technically is, it's built into the game. It's not really breaking it. They built it in so you can do it. Because they realize that learning that way is pain in the ass. It is. But, I mean, it's built in. And now I've been ranting on this game for quite some time. Both of them. Because, like I said, they are both one of my favorite games. So, fortunately, they will see this biased story. Oh, these are not the first ones that I started with. But I absolutely love these games. Um, Tactics Advanced, because it's more of my favorite to play it more, I'm going to give a four and a half out of five. And Tactics, I'm going to give a four out of five. And, or no, 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 other way around. My Tactics Advanced gets a four out of five, because I love the game, great game, play the hell out of it. It still has its faults, like I said, playing the game normally. Some of the times when you have to be, you know, you have to be made this, you have to be this, you have to be that. Um, you have to be a gadgeteer. It sucks. Can't get them right. But overall, it's still a great game. Um, tactics, it's four and a half because the JP system, you don't have to sit on your fucking moves by holding on to your weapon 15 fucking fights. Oh, you can learn one piddly-ass shit. Uh, so it's definitely one of the better games, but at the same time, it's also way good. I will put that out there. Um, and if you're going to play it, um, play it on the PSP. If I remember correctly, the PSP version of Tactics is a direct port. It changed nothing. I think the only thing that they changed is your ability to move the camera, and even then, 20 bucks wrong about that. Because if I remember correctly, Tactics started out on the PlayStation. So you could move the camera then. Uh, but both of them, fun-ass game, pick them up and play them right after you play six. Like, no joke, the way that I see it, that you should play through the Final Fantasy sagas, um, or through the legacy, I mean, so you, think you should play six tactics attack things. Play them at the same time, pick one point, I don't care, play one of them. Uh, then play seven, any of its branches. Uh, then play four, thirteen. Going to get you here and with it. And uh, then just kind of pick and choose the rest of what we've seen. Um, well, like I said, gonna move on now. 13. 
and it had been a while since I've played a newer Final Fantasy. I will admit that. Like I said, the last one that I actually sat down and played was 6. I've seen 7 played, I've played bits of the side games, like Dirge of Cerberus. Um, I'm avoiding 10, 10, 2, I'm not, nobody's going to touch 12. Nobody force me. Uh, Thirteen, like the newest Final Fantasy. It was Final Fantasy out there. I don't know if it is an RDI. Pretty sure I've already seen that. Again, if I remember ET games. But, um, Thirteen definitely has some of my favorite characters. Hands down, they are my favorite. I like Lightning. I mean, granted, she she is more of a cloud clone um, through her not giving a shit attitude. Um, she at least knows who she is. She's not trying to be something that she isn't. Um, but at the same time, she's still kind of emo. Still kind of give a shit. You know, like, she has compassion, but overall, with the situation, she just doesn't care. Like, she almost didn't even want to get in the situation in the first place. The only reason she did was uh, survival and to find her sister, and hope to God that she's. Uh, I like Zaz, of course, you gotta have the black guy. But, he, he's not just the black guy, like, he's trying to do all this with something. He's still trying, you know make things right with this man, at least a family man. Uh, you know, he has his little quirks here that I think, you know, he himself still has to hire here. Uh, Hope is kind of a bitch boy, but where I'm at now, because I happen to be on the plane, the only reason I happen to be on that trying to help all the fallacy that I can whenever I get because I've been in the middle of playing New Vegas shit, new DLC um, I've been in the middle of playing like all kinds of different games, New Vegas, LA War, all that shit, I haven't had time to go back Fuck, I haven't had time to go back and finish Blue Goddamn Dragon, and that's one of my all-time favorite videos you know, that's like, hands down, my third favorite RPG. Because you guys know my RPGs. Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars is number one. Um, number two is... Number two is the Fallout sequel. I will say the sequel. Because I have one playing it, I have two playing it, I have shit. And I'll still go back and play it. I have New Vegas. Um, then six. And then nine. Well, FN6. And then it will go 13. Or no, then it will go Blue Dragon. And then. Uh, and then no, I take that back. It'll go Blue Dragon, then Pack Advance, then. Because I have so many fucking RPGs, I can't think of what the fuck goes for it. All I know is it's guaranteed top of the list, Super Mario RPG. 
and then, uh, all fall. And then after that, Paper Mario kind of falls on oh. We're getting off some. And I need to go out and smoke, so we need to start wrapping shit. Uh, I don't know why. But it's um, uh, characters are great. I love Vanille. Uh, granted, she's she's like a complete bitch because everybody thinks that the main character is supposed to be Lightning, but through my interpretation, the main character is me. She started like this whole mess. She woke up. She woke up Fang. Her and Fang started the incident, which got Baz's kid turned into one of these fucking received of whichever it is. But she got them started. She feels guilty, which is why she's hanging around that. You know, she met up with the rest of the group. They all went to go find Sarah. Lightning sister. Those of you who haven't played the game yet. In fact, I should have spoiled alert and all this shit. But game review, you should already know automatic spoiler. Um, she got them all to Sarah. Sarah cried, dropped a tear. They're all thinking it's some form of hope. Live, standing right next to um, oh yeah, which I gotta cover snow and, uh, uh, I like both characters that have personality. Uh, snow seems, you know, he's just trying hard to be happy and cheery, but at the same time, uh, one moment of love, he'll be with is now that still cannot be. And technically, when you stop to think about it, today's, you know, age, um, a lot of these people that are, you know, married objects, like Mrs. Eiffel, who's married to the Eiffel Tower, I'm pretty sure, you know, Snow would be able to marry this crystal statue or say shit about it. You know, he can't exactly do what he wants to be doing, not crappy, you know. But hey, at least you have, you know, the woman you love with you. You know, better than most of it, say, especially me. But that's again getting off topic. Um uh, God, I'm gonna shit's name. Um you, you all know who I'm talking. She's, she's a fifth party member. She's, you guys will kick my ass later because, like I said, I'm tired of can't friggin' thing. Um, but she's not bad. She's not my favorite. I barely keep her in my party. Um, I, I, like, I like her character, but I don't like her in my party. When it comes down to it, I'm gonna run around with lightning and, hate to say it. Uh, usually it's Lightning, Daniil, and Snow, but I like having Mages on my team. But, and, and because I can also switch, uh, Snow up to being a Sentinel, and he a Sentinel. She is, uh, she's more savage. Um, 
but I, I just like having those three on team. Every now and again, I will switch, because I have Vanille set up to be a hardcore uh, white mage, black mage, and I'll switch Hope in every now and again, I know he's supposed to be a white mage. I just don't care what he is. Um, at the same time, like I was saying about Vanille, I love her, she's getting amazing. Uh, but at the same time, that's just because she's ridiculous and hot shit. And everybody kind of gives me shit in truth. She's supposed to be 16. But when you stop thinking about it, she's been around a lot longer than that. So she technically is much older than that. She's probably older than Lightning Day. No. No, I take that back because they were trapped in the crystal form for 300 years. Technically, she's about 300 but even so, she's still the hot body chick. And like I said earlier, redhead. And it can't help. Uh, and I know she's wearing the outfit. It's not really a double standard here. It's more a matter of I just disappeared about that shit. And I'm not really basing my liking on her. Don't get me wrong. Her Sora. She is hot. I must play with her. But then as I started playing with her, I realized she's a fucking badass mage. And I love mages. Because I always play as the tank. It's the nickname tank. Uh, even though I got that karate. That's yeah, top. Um, I love being the tank. Because... Then I know I'm gonna be doing damage, I'm gonna be rocking some ass, I'm gonna be beating the piss out of it. And I'm just going to be destroying as much as possible. Like, even when I play Pokemon, my character's tanks. You know, like, my little brother's friend will come over and whoop my ass because he has all these Pokemon strategies to destroy tanks. But I mean, that's just what I do. I tank. If I got in the WoW, I would be tanky. It's the easiest thing to do. You're a meat sheep. Go run with it. You know, it, it's simple, it's bare bones, you don't have to worry about the damn thing. The only time that I usually don't tank is when I'm playing uh, Diablo or Diablo 2, especially Diablo 2. Um, with Diablo 2, I would pick up Necromancer. Just like those skeleton, 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 skeleton. You guys go go do whatever you're gonna do. I'm gonna loot. But that's what I do. I loot. Uh, it comes naturally in our defense. Which is why you'd be thinking what the fuck aren't you Because I'd rather be a tank. Looting is secondary, killing shit comes first. I have this little thing called uh Anger issues, where I like to kill stuff and break stuff, simply because it brings me enjoyment. And I don't know about you, but if you've ever just gone out and just, like, picked up a plate, broke it on the ground, just slammed it on the ground, watched it shatter, it always feels, like, you always feel sometimes better. Like, if you go out and you buy some drywall and you know you're going to be able to punch through it, but you still punch through it, and you're always fucking amazed just punch through, you know, essentially wall, most drywall, or you're going to break through it, you still feel paid. I'm a hardcore badass. So, I mean, that's just what I do. 
you know, and having the majors to back my ass up. So if I get jammed, they can, you know, start whooping ass for me so I can run back, heal, and then run the fuck back up. You know, it's usually why I have two tanks. Or at least a four-man team. The thing that keeps me off about this game and what pisses Reploid off, and I'll let him discuss it. You know, I'm not going to get into it. That's another point that pisses me But something that pisses me off about this game is it's the only game which is a three-man team. Every other Final Fantasy I have played, you can play four characters in your party at a time. The only one that breaks that rule is this and Tactics. And technically Final Fantasy Online, but that's it's an MMORPG that doesn't count. Because MMOs you're allowed to do as many people in parties fucking feel like. Be prepared to lag like a son of a fuck, but if you want 30 people in party, good fucking riddance, have 30 of you go fucking over there with level 90 characters and only level 2. Fucking stupid. And you're letting like the one level 50 take care of it. You're all just kind of chicken pecking at it, running away, and staying in the area so we can get massive experience for the level night. You know, it's. Uh, that's beside the point. Because, like I said, it irritates me that I can get three people. I know there's only five characters. If you would let me run a five character team, which is what it should be, stop. Because if this game is full-on explore, you walk it around the map, you see the enemy, fight the enemy. Where's where's the other two? At? They just sit in the corner, in with themselves. Like, what's going on? Like, I know that's one of those things where you play any Final Fantasy, any RPG, and you have like 17 people on your team, but you're only 12. Take that back. You have 17 people in party. But you only have like four people in the team. You're still sitting around pissed. What are the other ones? They're just sitting around playing with themselves. But usually that's random encounters. You're dealing with random encounters. That's understandable. The rest of your team, you're all fighting other monsters as you're fighting these guys. That's why they're getting experience for you killing this guy too. It kills me. My my other two members on my team, I see the end. They're standing right before me. There's 15 enemies. In this area, as I'm walking down this hallway, I can see them on my screen, on my map, in my vision, 15 enemies. When I walk up and touch one of them to initiate combat, there's 15 enemies. Where's my other two party? Like, where'd they go? Because I know as you run in through the game, you only have three party members with you. Or, well, the, the three team members with the rest of the party is there. And I understand that's graphic capability. They didn't want it to chug. They didn't want it to look choppy or nasty. You know, they, they wanted it to be as brilliant and as hardcore looking as possible. But if there's only going to be five fucking main characters, let me play as all of them. Is, is that so fucking difficult? Like, I understand that's why you knocked it down to, like, a three-party team, because there's only five fucking people you can play as. Wait. 
there's six fucking people. What the fuck? Yeah, there's six fucking people. Why the fuck can't I play as old? Why? Why can't I? I can't have every single person on my team. I can't have, like, two people healing. And, like, I can't have two tanks. Two tanks, two mages, dark and a white. I can't have, you know, one guy being a complete asshole, you know, sitting around and... Like, basically, that's what they're doing if they're being sentinel. They're basically being Captain Falcon standing up. Show your moves! Show your moves! Show your moves! Uh, I will punch! Even though they hit, but, well, no, I take that back. He does have counter. It does hurt like a son of a bitch. If he hits so he's basically, he's the Captain Falcon, which is kind of sad. And then you can have, you know, your debuff character, your, your savage who sits around and like, debuff, 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 debuff. Here's some fucking poison for you. Debuff, debuff. You know, why, why the fuck can't I do that? Then you can increase the boss difficulty, make it more of a challenge, because everybody's fighting at once. And the game would be, like, way better than it is. Because at the way it stands now, like, the storyline's awesome. The graphics are amazing. The worlds look beautiful. Not only are the characters amazing looking, like, not just your regular characters, but NPCs look beautiful. The world looks beautiful. The enemies are amazing. They're kicking. Each one has, like, individual fingers and toes. They, they can growl, they can snarl. Cool. When they step, dust kicks off. These are even, like, little tiny guys. When plants pop out of the ground, like, dirt shit flies off. It's amazing. But I can't have all of my fucking party members in there? Fucking really? You can make the game look amazing already? The game plays well? The game, you know, the music is even decent. Like, I know it's like the same three songs, they just change up, like, the beat and the arrangement of the different verses and shit, but it, 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 everything about this game is almost, okay, almost everything about this game is fucking amazing. Then why can't I play six of my all six characters? Why can't I have everybody in their fight? I don't make the game way too easy. You'd have to, you know, the, at the ass end of it that I have to beat it. So I don't know who gets to become the main big bad boss. But you know, it, it's just to that. Like, those are my main problems. You know, I can't have all of my characters. I can't play with my whole party. Um, leveling up my CP is such a pain in the dick to get some limits. I mean, I have everybody maxed out on what they're supposed to be. Lightning is supposed to be the soldier. You know, I have her maxed out. Vanille is supposed to be the mage. I have her maxed out. Hope is supposed to be the white. But he, I have him maxed out. Uh, Snow is supposed to be uh, I have him maxed out. You know, Daz is supposed to be the future. 
He's supposed to be the sixth. And the other chick is supposed to be the seventh. You know, I have them all set up that way. Like, all those skills are maxed out. Now, at the same time, I also have most EP, so that way then I have uh, lightning maxed out. If I want to use magic with them, I can use all the magic. Same thing with lightning. Vanille I have maxed out as my medic. She can be a medic all fucking day long. Proud. You know, I've, I've got everybody maxed out in a specific way. Uh, granted, that I fucked up, and I wasted a lot of my CP early on trying to unlock all the other skills that he didn't need. Because I'm a moron. I'll admit it. It started out with like 200 health, or no, it started out with like 400 health. And I was like, why the fuck not? So I built him up and got health. You know, now his magic and stuff, I lack should otherwise it would. And uh, I like the fact that he do will physically. You know, that's, that's kind of cool. Um, but all in all, other than the fact that you are led by the hand, I said I'd let her talk about that, but I'll let her get to the point of you are led by the hand most of the game, even when you're in the expansion, I can go anywhere I want to, I'm still led by the hand, I'm still I have to go and by helping out the, uh, all see the there, uh, middle, uh, or no, it's the yeah, it's the seat, you should not play the area. You know, by going up and saying, hi, what were you trying to do? Oh, I was going to try to go kill those three guys that are sitting over there, they're hard to And then you walk over and you kill them like the nothing, you walk back and goes, well, that was cool, here. And you know, he gives you extra AP, or extra CP, and shit like that. Okay, whatever. You know, even by doing that, I'm still led by the hand. He says, go over here. And I say, okay, so I start to go over there. Fuck four. Four. The hand on the go. I mean, you know, like I said, it's fun. Like, the game is fun. Being led by the hand sucks. Uh, building up my magic. The stupid crystal rose that What's up, guy? Feed me some CP and I will level up the throne for you. I could level up a normal motherfucker and actually be getting health and defense and attack and intelligence and dexterity and all the shit that you need in real RPG, including MP. I could be leveling that shit up more. Not just here, put on this item. Now you're MP and H. Here, it, feed this and upgrade your weapons. So weapons, you know. Upgrade this, upgrade that, you know, increase this, increase that. No. No, that's technically not RPG standard. RPG standard says, I kill this man, this man gives me 200 experience. I now have 3,000 experience. I now have a level up. My level up gives me health, magic, attack, defense, intelligence, speed, charisma, Luck, 
everything that a normal RPG would have. Not this. This, if I feel like I need help, I better just uh, build up my books for that. I'll skip this move that I need right now, if I feel as though I need help more than that. And 20 bucks says, I'm absolutely right. If I can live without that move, it'll make the next fight. What else uh, I can go through it? Because I have a very bangle that allows my uh, character to, instead of my uh, potion healing me 150 points, all my team members, instead it heals all my team members. And as soon as I figure out which stone I need to upgrade it and unlock the next, the next level of it, so it's a times two effect. Or no, it'd be a times three effect, so it doubles it. I'm gonna do that shit too. And I'm gonna increase it to a triple effect. So now instead of 150, now it's healing me 450 points, which is uh, damn near about a fourth of my health. And that's just how that game works. So overall, my opinion of it, it gets a four. It's a damn good game. Definitely sit down, definitely play it. Characters are they're there, they have depth to them. It, even the cuts, you know, you don't feel like playing video games. You feel like watching the movie. And every now and again, you get to control the characters and tell them what, where to go, and what to fight, how to fight. And it's like an interactive loop, as most movies should be. You know? the, the only time that they've ever gotten that right so far is in Metal Gear any well, I take that back. Not Metal Gear on the Nintendo. But, if you played any of the Metal Gears on PlayStation, you know what I'm talking about. They got it right. It's like playing an interactive movie. You know, you can get so caught up in the story how everything's going, that you forget you're playing the game. When I was playing Snake Eater, I forgot I was playing the game. I was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Dodge, Snake! Oh wait, I gotta dodge myself! Aha! Way to go! I'm controlling the outcome! You know, that's, that is worth a damn, you know, that's a damn good game. You know, you, you completely forget what's going on around you. You are focused on game. Because it is that intense and that worth a damn. That you're focused on game. And for an RPG to do that, would be fucking amazing. And it kind of pulls it off. It's, that's why I'm giving it four. If it were to pull it off perfectly, doesn't lead you by the hand, lets you do what you want, I can play with all my characters, you know, I can do what I want when I want, which is one of those things I love to do, it'd be worth it. But because I can't, it is. It's only worth it. For, which means pick it up, play it, I guarantee you like it, you love it, just, you know, try to stick to it. If there are points where it seems tough, try switching characters, try switching up attacks. That's what I had to do. Like, the hardest part is the garden. So, well, when you fight your summons, those always took me forever. There was not a time I didn't get pissed off in the summon because they want you to do different shit each time. 
and you have to have certain characters on the team, you have to be set up in a specific way, you have to do things just right, and that really sucks, because the summons are like, fun. They're just amazing to use. And I hate that it almost is impossible to get. Like, I fought bosses where I've died twice, restarted from the fight, and then the summons killed me every single fucking time. No joke. They would kill me five times, I would turn the game off, walk away, go play something else, listen to music, watch something on TV, watch a movie, do something else. Back. Two hours later, after I calm down, stinking clearly, they kill me another five or six times. I get pissed off to the point where I wanted to throw the controller from the TV, take the game out, snap it, and get off, walk away, come back. They kill me another five or six times, get pissed off, repeat process, until I finally beat them. And that's sad, because if the summons, which you have to have, progress through the game, are the most difficult part of the game, it's, that's a little sad. But like I said, overall, it is guaranteed worth a 4. The overall score, if the overall score is not between 3.5 and a half, 4, I will be able to do it. Because the, the game is definitely worth a 4 or a 4.5. You know, it's definitely worth a sit down, it's definitely worth a throw. It's definitely one of the best Final Fantasies that have been out since 7 or 8. And I am willing to make that claim right now. Definitely one of the best since 7 Except tactics. Tactics cut in. But if we take the tactics out, we just follow straight numerical progression. We all these 7 side series. Yeah, yeah, stuff. But with that being said, I need to get my fat ass outside to smoke, grab a shower, and go to bed. Because I worked a third last night, and I have to be back for a second. <sighs> Somebody wish me luck. Thank you, Internet Lands, for listening to me. And, uh,. Continue to watch us. Continue to listen. Go hang out. Get on the forum. Start bashing on my ass. Give me a reason to start using the forum. Because I get on. I read the forums. But I have no reason to start talking. I really don't have an opinion about much stuff. Like I do and I don't. And usually my opinion on stuff doesn't amount to it. As you can clearly tell, I'm sitting around and listening to the past hour, hour, half. I'm gonna say about an hour. No, I got one. So yeah, it's been about an hour. But regardless, this is Sario, the Fat Man, signing out. Take what you will from. And remember to have fun playing your Final Fantasy.